minutes remaining. Hey everyone, this is the Daily Happy. It is Sunday, November 27th, 2022. It's one day out of Small Business Saturday, so I hope you got all that done. And Cyber Monday is tomorrow, but you can still shop at a small business. Yeah. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. Whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. That's right. And you can be there for us. Check us out on Instagram at This Is The Daily Happy or Twitter at This Is The DH. Click on those links and you can see what we're talking about every single day. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about these Japanese fans at the World Cup. Have you heard about I this story? I have heard about this story. I mean. Yes. And I've seen the pictures. Yeah. Okay. What we're talking about, everyone, is that um, the World Cup is going on right now. Japan won a won a game, but the but the real story is that the fans stayed behind in the stands to clean the stands afterwards. And this is something they've done before. This right. this group's fans just do this, and I think like that's incredible. And they handed out the trash bags in the stadium. Like a fan would hand out a foam finger. Yep. Because this yeah. is what we do. And they ended that game and they cleaned the stadium. Yeah. And then not only that, but they also released photos of the locker room. Did you see that? Did they clean the locker room? Oh, they not only cleaned it, they left like giant like bags of like, um, it looked like maybe cookies or food from their country. Are you kidding? Like things for for the people the there from them from but that meant something to them so like cookies candies that were all like from Japan so the f- amount of forethought yeah cuz you have to bring the bags you have to bring the food you have to buy the food like you are creating this experience yes from top to bottom yeah and it actually looked i in my opinion i bet it was cleaner than when they found it it was oh. literally spotless what a cool reputation to have. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah. I like I that. I, I I feel kinship because I like to wash the dishes at the parties. Yeah. Because then I don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. I know. I'm always the, the dance teacher, too, that, like, stays around after the dance comp mm-hmm. to make sure that our dressing room is, is clean. Yeah. And, like, you know. I have a, a couple students who always help put the chairs away mm-hmm. at the end of the class. It's the always best. appreciated. No, you don't get any extra credit, but <laughs> it is extremely appreciated. Well, I I love that. So listen, everyone, you can find pictures and all sorts of stuff. If you can link to that, Allie, also with this yeah, article, absolutely. then people can see all those pictures. That would probably be fabulous. But there are lots of other things happening at the World Cup. Like if you have a rainbow flag or a rainbow hat, they are taking them away. Oh, they say absolutely no. Yeah. So it's still illegal to be gay in countries, everyone. You know, like it's just insane. So anyhow, it is completely illegal to be gay in Qatar, which is where the uh, World Cup is being held. And they have been taking, you know, rainbow things away from everyone. And it's really interesting because some people have really chosen to lean into the rainbow because of this, yeah. right? So Danish, uh, what make, make this? Oh, former Danish prime minister, Helle Torning Schmidt. This is a, uh, I, I'm going to describe this picture yeah. of a woman with blonde hair and she's in this electric blue blazer, but the sleeves have rainbow 
bands down them. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So she turns up at Denmark's match. She used to be the prime minister wearing this rainbow covered sleeves. But then in her Instagram post, she was really open. And this is what she said. I've been reflecting on whether showing up in rainbow colors is actually helping gay and queer folks in Qatar. Or is it making things worse by hardening the Qatar government against them? I don't know the answer, but doesn't it show us that nothing is binary, only good or only bad? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I know I saw another, uh, there was a journalist, I think, who wore a rainbow shirt and he was like kept at the airport for, it was something crazy, like 24 hours. Like they had to like. Yeah. That makes me just want to wear rainbow things all the time. I know, but I also see her point. Like, is this just fueling the fire? I don't know. In Qatar. In Qatar, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But no, here, absolutely. Yeah, it's, you know, you and I are so close to the LGBTQ community, but Mm -hmm. neither of us are gay. And I don't know what it's like to have to think about people legislating your life like that. Yeah. Like, that's insane to me. Um, Anyhow. I know. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. So I found an article that says five habits that have been wiped out by the internet. Okay. And this is our childhood. So here are some things that your kids have never had to do that we had to do basically as kids. Okay. All right. Physical maps. Can oh. your kids use a physical map? No. Remember the ones with the grids? Oh, yeah. And you'd have to look it up on the yep. grid and then go back to the map? Yep. All right. So physical maps, they haven't, no kids. They don't know what it is. Encyclopedias, like to read, mm-hmm. like yep. just to browse through and read them. I know. Um, Spreading the Sunday paper out at the breakfast table. Oh, yeah. My dad used to like watch or read the funnies. I used to get the funnies. Mm-hmm. If we were in a hotel, I always got the purple section, which was the life section. Oh, I don't remember that. Remember? Colors. And like... I just remember USA Today had like, like, and we used to get those in hotels. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, this is a really fun memory for me, actually, because we used to get the paper and then we would have like all breakfast together and yeah. the newspaper would get kind of handed out. And, you know, the youngest kid would just get what was left over and it was never what they wanted <laughs> to read. You know, they were like, I don't care about the stocks. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, that was a fun, and especially when like, you went to somebody else's house and you saw that how they divided the paper up a different way. Right. Yeah. And you'd be like, whoa, what's happening here? Yeah. Anyway. It's, that was always fun. It is interesting that our kids of this, you know, day and age don't really get that. They don't. I think that you probably have more insight on this than me because you're around kids a lot more. But I feel like they don't have communal activities as much, <clears throat> pardon me, because they have their own screen. Yeah. And then if they can connect, they can connect via the screen to right. lots of people. So they have community for sure. Um, but they don't have slow community. Yeah. it de- Yeah. It's definitely a change in how they communicate. They can't just sit in a room and like hang out together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even I like I what do improv wrote- stuff with like that age – and it's, you know, they don't have phones in that. And it is interesting. Like, some, sometimes I feel like it's harder for them to improv because they're not used to playing pretend with anyone. That's amazing. Yeah. I feel there is like a doctoral student out there somewhere that's like, that's going to be my thesis. Yeah. And sure. then if you write that and you research that, can you please 
tell us. Um, another one is appointment TV. Two because we can remaining. stream anything. So like when oh. we would watch Saturday Night Live, you had to be somewhere at 1130 or and you had to TGIF. watch Saturday Night Live. Yep. Or TGIF, but you had to be there. Yep. And sometimes like even up until my early 20s, if you wanted to watch something and you had a friend that was equally yeah. obsessed, they would come over. Oh, yeah. And you'd watch it together. Like having to leave somebody's house because I had to get home to watch this show or something. Like I remember being like, oh, I have to be home by 7 p.m. because Full House is on and it's the new episode. Yeah. And it also meant that like when certain shows, so I'm specifically thinking of like Lost because Lost came on before Streamy Stream really was happening and everyone was really into Lost. And so then. The day after Lost aired, everyone at work was talking about it. And I feel like that – I also think of that when Harry Potter was released, the books. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, and all of a sudden, everybody would be talking about it like the next week. Yep. But now that everything is kind of available whenever you want it, you don't have like, did you do that thing last night with me? Oh, yeah. And we can talk about it now? Now it's all just like spoiler alert. Yeah, it's spoiler alert. Did you watch it yet? No, I'm going to watch it like this weekend because yeah. I like have a long weekend and then, yeah. Okay. Really um, this one brings up letter writing, this article, really- but I actually think a lot of Gen Z is writing letters because they kind of like this nostalgic thing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like letters are around because I see stationery out and all that kind of stuff at stores. Um, but for sure, we are, you and I are in a very unique generation. Ten. Nine, with our eight, relationship to technology seven, and six, like, five, because we grew up without four, it. Now it's now like, we have it. And it, two, oh, I mean, we're on a podcast. 